From the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. The people were filled with expectation, and all were asking in their hearts whether John might be the Christ. John answered them all, saying, I am baptizing you with water. But one mightier than I is coming. I am not worthy to loosen the thongs of his sandals. He will baptize you with, with the Holy Spirit and with fire. After all the people had been baptized, and Jesus also had been baptized and was praying, heaven was opened and the Holy Spirit descended upon him in bodily form like a dove. And a voice came from heaven. You are my beloved son. And with you I am well pleased. The gospel of the Lord. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Well, good morning, everybody. What a great joy and pleasure to, to join you today for this Holy Mass on the Feast of the Baptism of the Lord. My name is Father Brian Sullivan. And in case you were wondering, I'm not Irish, obviously, huh? In fact, that was, uh, I was born, uh, my family's from the Philippines, but I was uh, born in Hawaii, and I grew up. Not near, uh, not pretty nearby. I grew up in Elk Grove. And so I went to Joseph Kerr Junior High, Laguna Creek High School. And so coming back here is, uh, it's, this, this is my stomping ground, basically. And it is a great joy, especially to have Father Colin Wen uh, allowing me to, to join you for Mass. Because Father Colin and I go way back, actually. We were in Rome together for our seminary years. We lived there for, uh, spent our time there in our theological formation. But even further back, we attended UC Davis together. I don't know if you know much about Father Colin Wen's vocation story, but we were there in the early 2000s. And something amazing was happening at Davis. We, 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 we calculated it, and 
It turns out, and we knew nothing of this at the time, but 10 vocations came out of Davis during our years there. And we have no idea why. There was, there, there was no holy priest there, or that, that at least we, we didn't know of. There was no strong catechetical formation or strong youth groups or a strong Newman Center. And in fact, many of us didn't even know of each other. But what was happening in the hearts of these young people, it was, it was utterly amazing. God was just calling us. Some men joined the Diocese of Sacramento. Some became monks. Some women became nuns. And at this time, we had no idea what was happening in our hearts. Because especially at Davis, living the faith wasn't exactly popular. In fact, sometimes you had to kind of hide your faith. You had to be careful not to offend anybody or to be seen as a, as a freak, right? Somebody who loved Jesus so much. So we just kind of kept our faith to ourselves. But then the line from the gospel today, from John the Baptist, striking. They thought John the Baptist was the Christ. Because at this, in the first century, all the Jewish people were waiting. They were waiting for the Messiah. And this is why thousands and thousands of people, when John the Baptist started preaching at the Jordan River, came to him. Because they thought he was a long-promised Messiah whom they were waiting for. But then John the Baptist being very wise, he says, no, I am not him. The one coming after me, he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. And oh, in California, we know a lot about fire, don't we? Oh, especially in my parish. I'm the pastor of a little tiny parish up in the mountains, about an hour north of Truckee, a town of Portola. Beautiful, beautiful place, a small little town. My town's about 2,000 people. And during one of the numerous, numerous wildfires, my church almost burnt down. In fact, we had a fire strike where a lot of my parishioners had to evacuate their homes because the fire was literally just yards away. And you can imagine the panic. Oh, if you ever seen a fire burning down towards you, you feel helpless. It's like a monster coming towards you. Literally, if the wind just had shifted the wrong direction, my town, my, my, my mission church town, would have been wiped out. It would have been another paradise. You remember paradise a couple years ago? It would have been all the front pages. But praise the Lord, the wind had just shifted just enough. Can you imagine? If the wind would change, your entire life, gone. And what is the thing about fire that we all know so well about? Fire consumes everything. It consumes everything it touches. There is nothing safe from fire. And so when John the Baptist says, the one coming after me will baptize you with fire, there is nothing safe from it. Jesus himself said well, later on in the Gospel of Luke, he says, building off John now, he says, I have come to cast a fire upon the earth 
And oh, how I wish it was already blazing. The totality of Jesus Christ, of what he wants from us, is utterly clear. And I'm sure Father Wed will, will, will correlate and will agree with me that, you know, when you're a young person in college and you're trying to discern your vocation, especially one to the, to the priesthood or religious life, it's a hard, it's a lonely path. Why? Because you're surrounded by, by a bunch of young people who are all, all on career paths, especially when you're young. What are you trying to do? You're trying to find a significant other, trying to get married, you're dating, you're, you're partying, you're living, and you're hearing this cacophony of voices and in the midst of this, this mess, there's a little tiny voice of Jesus, right? Tiny little voice. And especially for a young person who's discerning the path, one of the hardest things to do in the, is, the, is the call to be celibate. You know, one of the sacrifices we, 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 we give to the Lord out of love is to give our complete selves and to take that beautiful good of, of matrimony and say, Lord, as beautiful as that vocation is, you're calling me to the priesthood. I lay down my life for you and I give my total self. And when you're young, sometimes you negotiate with God. Okay, God, I'll, I'll follow you. But this little part of my life, I want to get married. I want to have a beautiful family. Just, just don't ask that of me. The tendency to fragment and to put up guardrails with God in our relationship with Him. In fact, we all do this, if we're honest. There's sections of our lives which we guard against. We say, God, I'll, I'll do this for you, but this part of my life, uh, that's, that's untouchable. Oh, how we do this well, don't we? And we see this properly in, 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 a, in our day and age, especially with the tough teachings of the church. You know, there are aspects of Catholicism which are hard for the modern world, and for, for many of us, it is, it is hard. You think of any of all the hot-button issues that we have today. Oh, if I just mention it now, uh, it's like punching a hornet's nest. <laughs> what does that do? He said, Lord, I'll follow you, but this part of my life, no. This section here, no. In a sense, another phrase to coin this is cafeteria Catholicism. The idea of picking and choosing which teachings we follow and which we do not. And I, and I get the attraction of that. But at the end of the day, what is that? We become the architects of the faith. Rather than be, be, being created in God's image and likeness, we tend to form God in our own vision. And that's one path forward, absolutely. It's a popular one. But does that follow the essence of fire? Fire consumes all. Fire touches all aspects of our lives. You see, my brothers and sisters, what Jesus wants from us, and we see this beautifully in all of the readings today, is that we are called now, for all of us who have been baptized into Jesus Christ, is to take the fire of the Holy Spirit given to us at our baptism and to spread it wherever we go, to ignite it. And insofar as that we have been transformed by the love of Jesus Christ, but through the power of the Holy Spirit, then we can set the world on fire.
Oh, my brothers and sisters, the world needs Catholics who are on fire with the love of Jesus. A cafeteria Catholicism can never set the world on fire. It is only a, a soul that is radically transformed by it who must first now humble themselves. See, that's the beauty of the saints. The saints are our brothers and sisters who have allowed God to transform them. To humble one's will, as, as John said beautifully in the second reading, to follow all of the commandments, as hard as it is. And we know our world needs it. Oh, just pay attention to the news. The cacophony of noise, of voices, of warring sides, of fighting. It hasn't gotten any better. And what we can do now, as Catholics here, as we celebrate the baptism of the Lord, is to remember our mission. Jesus Christ wants all of us. He wants to set every aspect of our lives on fire, even the ones which we guard, which we guard so tenaciously. Even that. And then when finally, when Christ and the Holy Spirit enters in and we allow him in, he will ignite us and we will become the stars in the sky. If we want to be good Americans, we must first be good Christians. And to be a good Christian, we must first allow the master to mold us. It's a hard path. But as St. John, and I'll end here, beautifully reminds us that you and I, every single Christian, we are conquerors. Not with the weapons of the world now, there's plenty of them. We are conquerors, and the Spirit of Jesus Christ now lives in every single one of us. Oh, we have fire. Oh, we have fire in our hearts. Fire propelled through the grace of the Eucharist, which you're about to receive in a few moments. Then, when we're set on fire, then suddenly the Christian life becomes luminous. And when people encounter us, they say, what is it about you? You're different. And we can say, it is Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Please stand.
As we celebrate today the baptism of the Lord, I invite you now to renew the promises of your own baptism. Do you renounce sin so as to live in the freedom of the children of God? Do you renounce the lure of evil so that sin may have no mastery over you? Do you renounce Satan, the author and prince of sin? Do you believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth? Do you believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was born of the Virgin Mary, suffered death and was buried, rose again from the dead, and is seated at the right hand of the Father? Do you believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body and life everlasting? And may Almighty God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has given us new birth by water in the Holy Spirit and bestowed on us forgiveness of our sins, keep us safe, keep us by His grace. In Christ Jesus our Lord, for eternal life. Amen. In the most sacred name of Jesus, who was anointed priest, prophet, and king at His baptism, let us pray for our needs and the needs of all people. For the ministers of the word of God, that by their preaching and example, God's word may not return to him void, but achieve the end for which it was sent, the sanctification of God's people. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For our nation, for its leaders and its citizens, that together they may work for greater justice, peace, and the common good for each and every person. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all who are thirsty for the fullness of life, that they may come to the divine bounty and delight in the rich fare that God wishes to give freely and fully to us all. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For an increase in vocations to the priesthood and religious life, that more young people might open their hearts to the Lord's calling. We pray to the Lord. that Jesus may bring to the fullness of life all of our faithful departed, especially Frank Quoca, freeing them from all stain of sin and making them worthy of the heavenly kingdom. We pray to the Lord. Lord hear our o Lord our God, let us draw water joyfully from the springs of your mercy in answer to these prayers, for we make them through Christ our Lord.
pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours